March is already madness, and two ACC teams are advancing. We'll talk about those games, and then we'll get you ready for all of the matchups going down today, this Freestyle Friday. Drizzy Drake is in the building. Gosh, can UNC get this Caleb Love all the time? Let's talk about it. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jersey Drake in the building for Freestyle Friday. You know how it goes down. It's always a great time. I really just appreciate having Drake for the days that are supposed to be easiest, and that's Friday. Jersey, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm glad that it is Friday, even though I am part of the 99% of people whose bracket got busted because I put faith in an Iowa Hawkeyes athletics program. Damn Ooh. you, Richmond. Damn you, little Dicky. I definitely put my money on Richmond, so I'm I'm proud of myself. But I did think that – who did I think that was going to upset? I thought Michigan and Colorado State. I didn't think Michigan was going to come through, and they did. So, you know, shout out to them. But luckily, this isn't Big Ten basketball. We don't have to waste our time because our teams are looking really good. Shout out to Notre Dame. Shout out to Carolina. We'll talk about those games today as well as the matchups that we have going here on Friday. Notre Dame was also playing today. But initial thoughts – there have been some teams that have been a little shaky, but overall, people have gotten it done. How have you felt about the tournament so far? It's been fun. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Thankfully, I got a chance to watch some of the games the past few days. And then one of my favorite things, I, I know a lot of people don't like the first four type of thing, especially if you know, you're know you automatic qualifier, you win your conference, and then you still play in. That's why I was kind of glad that Notre Dame and Rutgers you know, were playing that game. And then it kind of reminded me of the game last year uh, between UCLA and Michigan State where UCLA had that very like nice Elite Eight run, where they had a win you know, in double overtime against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. That kind of is how it felt for Notre Dame to win this game for everyone just you know, going off of all cylinders, but you know, with Lezeski, Atkinson too as well, like actually probably being clutch as hell. And that was a damn good basketball game, even though it was kind of funny to me. I think someone tweeted out where like, hey, Mike Brady looks like the most Rutgers guy ever, and he's coaching for Notre Dame. <laughs> That's actually facts. But you want to talk about luck of the Irish out of St. Patrick's Day. The Fighting Irish definitely had luck on their side because the first I tweeted out, I was like, listen, 40 minutes, Notre Dame's going to stress me out, aren't they? And they did. And then you say, okay, let's go a little overtime. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, one more time. And I was like, at this point, guys, I just want to watch Snowfall. I want to go to bed. Like, can we wrap this up? Anytime you're ready. And so they would be bucket for bucket. Anybody want to play defense? Go for it. Feel free. And it was just Ron Harper Jr. from Rutgers. Swear. Boy was just like, I'm throwing all the daggers. And I'm going to make sure that we keep this thing going back and forth. But luckily, Atkinson had a miraculous layup at the end. And I just... You just can't make this kind of stuff up, up, stuff up. But that is why, you know, this is March Madness. That is why you play the game. And Rutgers, I mean, Rutgers goes home and Notre Dame advances. But overall, 89-87 victory for Notre Dame. I still feel like this team is just, they should be better than what they're giving us. You don't think, though, that a game like this will kind of like maybe shock them a little bit? Hey, we like we actually can do this, you know, fight tooth and nail. Like That was a gritty, gritty win for them. Yeah. So maybe yeah. something that, you know, who they who they play next, you know? They will play Alabama on tonight. They will play at uh, 4.15 on TNT. See, to me, that's a winnable game because I'm not actually, I think Alabama is one of the more fraudulent teams from a very strong yes. SEC conference. So to yes. me, 
we might be talking about a Notre Dame squad that might go all the way to the Sweet 16, which is something that maybe we weren't so proud of, you know, not proud. We weren't so, I guess, cognizant or very understanding of, like, you know, how their schedule was. But to me, with Notre Dame, oh, they, sure. they can sneakily play really well because they might have an easier path than most teams to go far. A hundred percent. Listen, we we're talking about Notre Dame and Alabama, and we're not talking about football. That's wild. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I know all their football fans are going nuts, but again, Atkinson putting up twenty six. Then you had Cormac with sixteen. You had God Goodwin with twelve, and Hub doing his thing with nine. Lazuski with his usual off the bench eighteen. I really was looking for Wesley to kind of make that leap, but you could tell like the freshman nerves maybe got the better of him only finishing the night with eight points, but still I'm all for any team who hasn't experienced that to get one win under their belt to maybe, to maybe get all the good, the sillies out. And now you can roll. Now you can figure it out. And I think that was what that team needed. And when you have a coach like coach Bray, why not you? I'm going to say, well, I mean, it's March Madness. So that's, that's why we love it. Right? <laughs> Basically you, like, you, you get the young guns, like, you know, they're definitely, a little nervous. They're not used to it, but then they get a taste of that. They get a taste of, you know, having to grind up for that winner. It's like, oh, I like this feeling, but I kind of yeah. want to be able to, you know, contribute more to the cause. And we'll see that probably for Wesley for next game against Alabama, who, like I said again, take Notre Dame in that game because I don't think Alabama's that great. Do you have uh, Alabama winning that game or Notre Dame in your bracket? Do you do, how many brackets do you do? Are you like a multiple bracket guy? No, so I have one bracket with a few friends of mine. I have another one from work, and I have another one with some law school buddies. So I have three. Okay, okay. And what's even funnier, one of the brackets I'm always like, yeah, you know, let's pick some here, pick some there. I'm not going to do super in detail. Another one I'm like, I am super, super, like, studying, like, looking at analytics, stuff like that. And that's always my worst bracket. Yeah. Always, always, always. So I actually had, in all three of my brackets, I actually have Alabama losing. I actually thought even if Rutgers won the game, which I kind of thought was going to happen, I had yeah. Rutgers going to the Sweet 16 because I always think there's always one 11 seeded team that for some reason just makes some noise. And like I saw, I had UCLA last year in the Elite Eight. So, okay, okay. I have UCLA winning the whole thing. That's that's who I picked this okay, year. Okay. Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's looking a little fraudulent to me. Everybody else, I could just Auburn. I don't know. I don't feel it. Tennessee, I have in my Final Four. Um, who's my other one? I can't think about it right now off the top, but I just, why not UCLA? Cause if it's not, usually I make two brackets. Okay. So I make one that's Carolina only, like I just off the strength. And then my second one is like, all right, if you actually thought about it, like you ain't gotta go too deep, you know, there's going to be some upsets and oh, yeah. you know, we roll like that, but I never get like one time. I think I got like 97 percentile. Other than that though, I've never, I don't think there's anyone who's ever had a perfect bracket. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. And actually, it's funny you point at Auburn. I actually have Auburn. They are not going past the round of 32 in my in any of my brackets. I actually have them. Really? I have Miami going far, and I hate to say that on this air right now, but I have actually Miami going pretty far in this tournament. We talked about all season, season long how actually I love Daniel yeah. Wong, so. Okay, listen, I definitely have them beating USC on USC today, but I don't know that they go too far. But listen, crazier, th- I'd rather be wrong. Again, the more ACC teams we get to talk about, the better for me. So I'm like, let's roll how we roll, period. But I want to make sure that we get to talking about my favorite game for obvious reasons, and that is the Carolina matchup. But first, it's that time of year where you're sitting on the couch, you're watching all of these fun March Madness games. You've got a slate. I mean, they give you every single matchup, whether it's TBS, whether it's on True TV, ESPN, or what have you. You get the opportunity to watch some really good basketball and while you're doing that i know you want to snack on something good but why not try built bar all built bars are 100 covered 
covered in real chocolate. Yes, that's right. 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. You can replace your candy bars with these. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new flavors every month. Listen, they're coming out with new flavors all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll certainly make it. It will be delicious and it will be good for you. At Bill Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it delicious first and then they figure out how to make it healthy second. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. So rocking and rolling here, Drizzy Drake in the building, and it's Freestyle Friday, and we are through March Madness. Things are getting crazy. Carolina teams are winning, and just all the good vibes. That's what I'm feeling right now. Let's talk about Carolina and Marquette. Shout out to Caleb Love, 23 points on the night. Brady Manick having a career evening in Fort Worth, Texas, and they are advancing. They're going to play Baylor next. But in this Marquette matchup against a Shaka Smart-led team, coach who has led a VCU to a final four, you can never be too comfortable. And I think I'm glad that Carolina didn't play like, oh, let's play with these guys. Let's run through them instead. So you watched the part, I'm assuming the majority of the game, right? Yeah. I kind of want to ask you, this is something that you've said repeatedly all year. Didn't they play actually with like a sort of toughness and sort of like, you know, actually want to be on the court today. That kind of makes you, okay, this team, if they can continue doing this, they can actually, you know, Maybe do something against Baylor because if I remember correctly, Baylor is missing some actually some prominent stars on their team. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, we were in this group uh, chat that I'm in and was watching the ACC tournament with, and I literally said, This team almost makes you want to believe in them. They almost put up 95, and you say, Well, damn, okay, well, this might be the team that can go far. Any team that, you know, can play, put up 90 points is certainly a dangerous team, but how consistent can they be? And that's just something lightning in a bottle striking that you have to have for a tournament time. I don't know how consistent they can do it, but I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Like, I think that's where I'm at with Carolina basketball. I'm just enjoying it while it lasts because I know Caleb is not going to put up 23 every night, but if you can run the floor with RJ and you can have guys like Puff Johnson step up and if you can have Dontrez giving, you know, guys breaks and able to rotate out a little bit better, why not them? But we have this disease called lack of a bench-itis. So when certain guys have to come in, it gets a little dicey. You know, I, I hold my breath when Justin McCoy has to come in. And, you know, I just say, please, Lord, just don't jack it up for the group. And when I, I can't believe I'm saying this. When Kerwin Walton comes in, I'm like, please don't jack it up. Like, it just, I never thought I would talk about my guy like this. But one thing I hope in the offseason we see is just a defensive clinic. Like, take the time. Everybody needs to learn how to play defense, period. Yeah, folks, for those two players that she mentioned, they combined for two points total for the entire game out of 95. Um, I mean, to me, looking at the box score right now, I mean, basically speaking, like you had um, Brady Manic also have 28 points. You had my my guy, the homie, Armando Baycott, also get 17 too. So, like, to me, I, I had UNC going far last year, and then that's when I basically had Wisconsin, you know, dash my dreams in literally the first night of the damn thing, kind of how Iowa did today. But to yeah. me, this is, a, this is a Baylor team that is, like I said, is injured. And UNC okay. coming off of a hotter, like a hard team, especially playing against a Shaka Smart led team, it's also, like you said, is difficult. I wouldn't be surprised if we see an ACC rematch against Notre Dame after this. Ooh, wait, you're going to pick Baylor. You're, you're going to pick Carolina over Baylor on Saturday at to be determined time? Yes, ma'am. Wow. That's really bold of you. 
you really believe in these jokers. I can't say the same. I know you can't. I, I, that's why I want them to do it for you, too. Like I said, they cost my boy, man. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my, you, you know, know this. Yeah, 100%. And listen, I, I want to be wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. I will be happy to be wrong in this and be like, oh, ooh, she shocked me. You went further than I thought. Like, we'll love that opportunity. But I know my dogs. And if it's not this round, which if we weren't playing in Fort Worth, Texas, I might say, okay, we're out in freaking Bumble, Wisconsin. Sure, there could be a chance. Baylor probably travels good, but not great. They could figure out how to get to Fort Worth, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Baylor yeah. kids can figure out how to get to. So it's going to be a home advantage. Carolina does also travel well. We got a lot of people deep out there in the Lone Star State. But I think it's just ultimately going to come down to can you have this same energy you brought to Cameron? Can you have the same energy you brought to this game against you know Marquette? When it gets tough, can you not get discouraged? Woo. Let us pray. I mean, that's fair, but also I think it's a lot more impressive when you beat a Marquette team by 32 instead of being Norfolk by 36. It's like, but do you feel like it, you rest in that? Like you get like, oh, well, we could be by 30. Because I look at the way they beat Virginia and mm-hmm. how they dominated Virginia in the ACC tournament. And then they got dog walked in the next matchup against Virginia Tech. And I say, which Carolina am I getting? I mean, that's fair, but also, if we're being honest here now, and I hate to say it, Virginia Tech has been a team that, for some reason, they're the hottest team right now in the conference. That's that, No one's beating that team right now when Hunter Couture is yeah. shooting for 30 points a game. <laughs> Hunter Couture. Like, he ain't said, nobody said his name like this in probably his whole life. Oh, no. I, I tweet out that picture. Like, that, that man, that kid is going to haunt Coach K's dreams for the rest of time. And you know it's going to go, like, it's going to be like a highlight on his gravestone. Has to be. I mean, anybody who can just suck the wind out of an historic program like that, you've got to tell that at every bar mitzvah, every baby shower. Like, let me just run it back for you one time. Like, how I ruined Coach K's farewell tour. <laughs> Hell yeah. How I ruined Coach K's farewell tour. But say it all the same. We could go on forever. Glad we have Carolina playing Baylor on Saturday, but we do have some matchups today that we want to make sure we guys hit. Miami, as you said, faces off against USC at 310 on True TV. I'm going with the Hurricanes, going with the ACC Homer squad here, but I also feel like this is a good team. I would love to see how Isaiah Wong responds to kind of a difficult ACC tournament. I can agree behind that. I think he'll be able to respond back, and I think USC is one of those teams that's like, they're a really good team, but I just don't. I don't think Andy Enfield is good enough as a head coach to push them forward with that. I mean, they had, I mean, Isaiah Mobley and his brother last year, and they didn't go particularly that far. And to me, this is a team that with Miami, with Cameron McGusty and Sam Warnerberg, these are teams, kids that I love to watch. And Charlie Moore, too. I haven't even mentioned them yet either. So this is a team that is deep. And Jim Laranega, for, he was going to get fired heading into this year from friends, folks I talked to. And after all this, he's been able to turn the ship around and, the U looks good, man. I hate to say yeah. it, but the U looks really damn good. And I won't be surprised, honestly. Like I said, they might make an elite eight run. That's actually where I have their entire journey to go at. And I am not going to hold you. I feel like this might be a tipping point to the whole athletic shebang turning around, tides turning. Like this is the start with this good, you know, elite eight potential performance. And then you see the, all the football coaches they're bringing in. And hell, they're having a defensive clinic. All right, you can tell them with the football. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Not there yet? Okay, okay. No, we're not. We're not. No, actually, I will say Chris of all things is a good hire, but let's just chill the brakes off. I've heard the U is back since like 2001. I mean, the last time they won a championship, you know, no one can basically drink. Like, I mean, come on. 
<laughs> who was who was their quarterback? Ken, is it Ken Dorsey? It was Ken Dorsey was the, okay. their quarterback for that. Yeah, okay. twenty one cool. years ago, I think I was seven. <laughs> No doubt about it. I'll let you have that one. Then we mentioned Notre Dame and Alabama. We talked about that in depth. And Virginia Tech and Texas playing at 430 on TBS. Like you said, Virginia Tech, I argue, is one of the hottest teams in the country. Forget just our conference. Why not? They have the same way Notre Dame have why not energy. Virginia Tech has to have why not energy. I mean, you're ACC champions. Like, no one can take that away from you. You're playing a Texas team that can appear good at times, but also very fraudulent in other times. Why not them? Why not them? And typically, whenever I do my bracket for like a conference champion, I always look to see like how they were going into the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the regular season. I think, and I think out of the last, I guess, I think 12 games they played, they only lost two. And then when you look at their actual tournament run in the conference, they beat up a Clemson team who, eh, they're mediocre, but then they beat up Notre Dame tournament team, North Carolina tournament team, Duke, a team that a lot of people thought actually would win the conference tournament and also should make a deep run in the, in the postseason. So to me, this is a team that, when you got Kev Aluma and Hunter Couture and Padula too, when they're actually firing on all cylinders, this is a great team to actually to watch. It's a fun team to watch, and they're hot at the right time. And that's, I mean, screw analytics. When you're hot at the right time in college basketball, especially for March Madness, you embrace the chaos. You are the chaos. So you basically yeah. go around everyone's bracket. Yeah, and listen, a guy like Storm Murphy is definitely going to come in and just make swirl everything around. You're going to have a little rain, a little thunder. You're going to make it rain some threes. You're going to have some block parties. Justin Mutz is coming alive at the right time. Aluma, guys that I felt like against Baycott when I was watching, especially those Virginia Tech-Carolina matchups. I mean, he, Baycott was having their, his way with Aluma. To me, they have the, oh, okay, it's hard to beat us three times, and now we feel confident about ourselves. We're walking differently, shoulders back, and we're delivering. So – Virginia Tech, scary, scary hours for them. Okay? That's all I got to say. Then we have, on the final Friday matchup, Cal State Fullerton and Duke. Clearly don't have to spend all day here. I hope Duke can pull this out, but God knows if they do not. We want to talk about an awful farewell. Would this be the worst farewell tour of all time? Uh, maybe second worst to Paul Pierce's farewell tour when Draymond was saying them they don't like you, they don't love you like that, they don't love you like Kobe, like that would probably be right up there next to that one. But yeah, Duke should. Yeah. I mean, unless you know, Mer- there's some connection to Mercer with this team. I could think from like eight years ago, unless they find some sort of like six degrees of Kevin Bacon separation, like no, Duke will be fine with this game. Mercer Lehigh, like what can we do? Like all I'm oh saying, God. I'd be so happy though if that happens. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> That would just be nuts. And, like, don't get me wrong. I have Duke going pretty far. I think I might have them in the Elite Eight. I don't think they're going to go to the final. I think so, too. I I think so, too, actually. Yeah. I think think they're going to come up short. I think it's going to be tough for them to get into a national championship standpoint, only because of what I've seen from this young team and how they respond to pressure. It's just not the way to go. But I will say a dangerous team is one that you don't know who is going to light up every night. And, like, when you have Paolo, you have A.J. Griffin, you have Mark Williams, you know, you can roll the dice and who's going to have a great game trevor keels you have jeremy roach coming off the bench scary hours if you can figure out how to put those pieces together nicely and you got they're, the best, they're the best team in the country on paper on paper i'm gonna hold you but you don't play games on paper do you you sure don't and that's, that's why, that's why you don't fill out the brackets <laughs> exactly yeah. that was if that was the case i think all of us will get that money paid out by what's his name uh the hedge fund guy <laughs> Berkshire Hathaway, Warren, was it Buffett? Warren Buffett, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we all get paid out by that man because oof, we need those guests. A hundred percent. Well, we know it's that time of year again as college basketball's 
tournament is here from the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sporting needs, not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, and including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. As it stands, USC is minus two over Miami. Alabama is minus four over Notre Dame. Texas is minus one over Virginia Tech. And Duke is minus 18 and a half over the Cal State Fullerton folks. So make sure you go to Bet Online and get your bets in. Bet Online is simply where the game starts. We're wrapping up the show here with Drizzy Drake of Locked on Seminoles podcast. I don't even know if I introduced myself. I keep forgetting that. I act like we're family here. We just roll. But, you know, at time to time, I need to make sure that everyone drops my name. So I'm going to make sure that is a sticking point for me as I move along because there could be a new person. So if you're listening, if you made it all the way to this far, thank you for joining me, Candice Cooper and Josie Drake. I just am excited to see the rest of basketball. And I'll give you your final thoughts here. How many teams in the ACC make it out of this weekend? All five? Ooh, let me see. <laughs> Duke, you got yeah. Miami, Duke. Duke, Miami, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame. In Carolina. In Carolina. Actually, yeah, I think that all five should make it. I know you're going to go with maybe three, probably. I think you're, I think maybe – I mean, Miami could lose against USC, but yeah. I think that's probably unlikely. I think Duke is kind of a shoe-in unless, like we said before, like chaos erupts. And then would – so maybe to me, like most likely three, but I'm, I don't know what my gut's saying is five, so I'm going to go with five. Ooh, okay. I think it's four, and I think Carolina's going to be the one that doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to go with three. I think it's going to be – Notre Dame, I think it's going to be Duke. I think it's going to be Virginia Tech. Now, who Miami might just squat the bed. They Carolina, might. it's going to be hard to beat Baylor. But I do think that I would love to see all five. All five have the opportunity that, like, you know, toe-to-toe, matchup to matchup, it's not going to be a cakewalk, you know, for their opponents. So why not them? I would love to keep talking about them. That's for damn sure. So I know. I know. It makes it more. It makes it more fun, right? Like, yeah. With the Watcher team, like, I mean, it sucks that my team isn't in it, but thankfully, <laughs> you know, like, I love the sport of college basketball. Also, like, I mean, it's great to bet on too. I'm not even gonna front them with that. I, <laughs> I took, I took um advantage of the betonline.net sort of March Madness, you know, double deal. Had a lot of money Ooh. on today's games. So it was a good time, but to me, like, most likely it'll be four. But I just have something feeling in my gut that all right, the ACC, who had a very, very down year overall might make a much better impression in the tournament, which will kind of be the perfect ending to a very wacky and weird season for the conference as a whole. Facts. That's actual facts. I know Jim Phillips over here stressing, like, please, let's get somebody to the Final Four. Let's be able to have our kickoff next fall and talk about how great, you know, ACC sports did. So I feel you on that one. Drizzy Drake, always a pleasure to have you. Please remind these folks of where they can find you, follow your work. Yes, ma'am. But before I do that, hopefully, you know, this show is coming on Friday. FSU women's basketball does the first four in tonight. Thursday against Missouri State. Hopefully the real MJ, Morgan Jones, you know, can lead us, you know, to a victory and going into the actual route around 64. And also shout out to Samurai being one of the one, I think one of nine teams to go to nine straight postseasons in the NCAA. So shout out to them. But folks, you can follow me at tally underscore underscore Drake at the the bottom on YouTube. You can follow my co-host at MaxMovie17. And you can follow the podcast at Knowles Anonymous. It's basically where we engage with our fans, have our Discord, and basically where we do our mailbag and do things for our shows. And 
you know what? Let's uh, let's make some money. Focus weekend, Candace. Hopefully, UNC can definitely you know keep it alive and actually do a deeper run. A hundred percent. And then on Monday we will have Kitten Gibbs, the Lockton Wolfpack, in the building, recapping the women's games and the matchups there. We know he is very high on his number one and seeded uh, pack, so of course he'll have all the insight there. So we'll get you wrapped up for Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake. We hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Make sure you bet smart, bet, bet safely, and then get ready for another week of some really good content here at the Locked on ACC podcast. Until next time.